0: Welcome to the 7 Rock Life Show, featuring stories that inspire with people that you will admire. Here's your host, Steven Masurko. Enjoy the show.
1: Hey guys, here's a great podcast with Tank Sinatra. He's a social media influencer, 3 million followers, and just an amazing, amazing podcast. So enjoy it. It's funny, it's real, and his authenticity is, is everything. So looking forward to see you guys. We have Uh, A little less than eight days now, seven days to the Living to Inspire Festival, guys. It is going to be off the hook. The buzz has been so real. There's a few more tickets left, so make sure you go on to livingtoinspire.com, reserve your ticket. Tank is actually going to be speaking there and uh, sharing his his life story. He's uh, so funny, his comedy as well. And this is going to be a truly uh, historic night. Uh, bring a friend, bring a family member. You know, we are, our goal with Semarok Life Nation is to be able to create a offline community so people can collaborate, can have fun, can embrace the friendships, and we are craving that more than ever in today's world. That's why we set this up. That's why we've invested so much money. Uh, Seven Rock Life, um, you know the clothing, the podcast, the book, uh, is, was able to fund this project. So we're very grateful for that. And uh, check it out: sevenrocklife.com, dot Enjoy this episode. Make sure you share this. You know the reviews and uh, the sharing is so important. Be that hero for somebody else. There's content on this that we give for free. To help you guys become the best version you're destined to be. It is working. There's so many testimonials of people applying the seven rocks of life in their in their world, in their life, in their family. And that's the goal is to help you become uh, a better version. We're so grateful for each and every one of you and excited to have you on this journey. So we will see you November 8th, November 9th. Get your ticket and uh, have an amazing, amazing week and enjoy this podcast, guys.
0: Welcome to the Books, Brands, and Business Podcast with your host, Chris O'Byrne from JetLaunch.net. My guest today is Steve Mazurko. Steve is a former college and pro athlete and is now an entrepreneur, mentor, speaker, and author. His latest book is The Seven Rocks of Life, The Key to Filling Up Your Life Cup. Steve has a successful business, formed his own charity, and has his own podcast called The Seven Rock Life Podcast that I highly encourage you to subscribe to. Hey, Steve. Welcome to the podcast. Let's go ahead and jump right in. What is your latest published book?
1: So uh, it's great to be on, Chris. Thank you so much for having me. Um, You know, your blessing and being able to have you uh, being able to create the Seven Rocks of Life book for me and edit it. You did an amazing job. It's been around the world now, which is so awesome, in uh, Target, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, and in different big bookstores around the country. But The Seven Rocks of Life is, uh, is the book that is out, and uh, it's, been, uh, it's been impactful and inspiring for so many, and just inspiring and giving back, which, which is what we're all about.
0: Oh, that is awesome. I'll make sure that everybody has a link to that book at the end so that they can uh, go buy that themselves and, and benefit from that. Well, the first thing I'd like to ask you is, how did you go about writing it? What was the writing process like for you?
1: Yeah, so it was actually last November, a little bit less than a year ago. I was just kind of hit a funk in my life, hit rock bottom. And I get a book through from a friend called Never Give Up. And in page 28, I'll never forget the page. It said, if your goal is to fill up a cup and you have rocks, pebbles, sand, and water, which one goes in first? And the answer to that is the rocks. So I dropped the book and I said, I've been filling up my life cup wrong. I've been putting in things that are pebbles and sand and first and not my rocks of life. So I started going through them. I was like my spiritual, my relationships, my finances, my health, my income streams, my organization, and my personal growth. I said, wow, there's seven rocks of life. So at that time, it wasn't a book. It wasn't a clothing brand. It wasn't a podcast. It was nothing. It was really just a mentality that to this day, I still focus on focus on is hitting my seven rocks of life every day it was like a balance system for me and it started doing it for me using it sharing it teaching it to people that I was coaching and mentoring it changed so many lives in just a a local area and local community and then I was like they're like dude you got to write a book about this because I started teaching it and then January 20th um, got off social media just got a download from God and universe to start writing and putting this into paper, and just kind of the story, and through that journey, um, wrote it in 59 days, and then came to you through uh, a good friend of ours, and then started editing it, so from January 20th, started writing it on my phone, and then March 21st is when you got the first edit.
0: So you just sat down, started writing, and grounded
1: out. Every day just would like write another chapter, things I was learning because I was learning so much through that time, through reading other books, through self-discovery, through kind of quietness and podcast. And then I just took all that and had all this like mentality stuck in my head. I was like, how do I put this into paper? And originally it was just, it was going to be just a little like journal for me to look back uh, years later. But then I was like, no, I can't just make this a journal for me. I got to make this a journal for the world. So if nobody ever got the book, I said, well, at least I wrote something that I can remember what got me out of my funk. And then that's how the seven rocks of life came to birth and the key to filling up your life cup.
0: That's amazing. Did you do much uh, like
1: organizing and
0: outlining and kind of prepping? Or did you just kind of like have the thought
1: and the ideas in your head and just start writing? Yeah, it's a good question I think what I the first thing was I knew that there would be seven chapters because there were seven rocks'll be an intro and a conclusion and seven main chapters so that kind of made it organized and that's one thing with one of the rocks of life is organization because you can get anxiety writing a book, cleaning your house, <laughs> packing if you don't have things organized so having those seven chapters organized and then kind of going through the, um, the the beginning of each chapter and breaking down the different – can you hear me, Chris? Yes, yeah. Um, is breaking down the different chapters and going through kind of what each chapter was and what I was learning through the relationship rock, through the health rocks. So that's what I would kind of look at and then organize it. And then it's kind of like when you put a – When you make dinner, it's a little messy in the kitchen, but then you organize it and then you put it on the plate. That's kind of what I had to do with the book.
0: Gotcha. That makes a lot of sense. Now, do you track those seven rocks every day in your life personally?
1: 100%. I think that's why I believe in it so much and I share it with people. Somebody said to me um, a few weeks ago, they said the seven rocks of life mentality is like the Amazon of personal growth because we have so much content in today's world. We have so much um, information, download information, but we don't want content. We want truth and we want it organized. And that's kind of how it works. I just actually, you know, this morning I was reading, I was at the um, gym just before this. I have business to do, built new relationships. So I, I work on hitting every rock every day and I analyze and say, okay, what rock did I not hit? And then what one do I have to hit? Is it my business rock? Is it my relationships? Is it my organization? And it literally just, I've never had so much peace and happiness in my life by doing that.
0: Do you have um, something written that you use? Do you have some sort of checklist? How do you go about tracking those, or is it more of a
1: mental tracking process? Yeah, it's a great question. In my book, in the organization chapter, what I like to do, and I tell people, I I have a to-do list on my phone, but I put it on a piece of paper of what things I need to do in my business and then in my life and I think in the beginning, you may have to like schedule your spiritual rock, schedule your health rock and make it there. But once you start doing it for a month, two months, three months and beyond, it just becomes who you are. It's it just automatically, it's like brushing your teeth. But I think in the beginning, you have to like schedule, I'm going to the gym, I'm hitting this rock, even if you don't. And you'll see in seven days, 14 days, 21 days, your life cup will be so full. But what happens is people will start missing rocks. And then they wonder why they're all over the place. It's because something's off but what I like to do is I make a to-do list on one piece of paper two max and then I start checking that to-do list and organize that in priorities of things I need to do but if I know that I have like a lot of business stuff to do and I didn't go to the gym or work on that rock I'll, I will leave those things because my health is more important than just that to-do list right right you know, even like tonight I, I had some time here's a great example I scheduled in my calendar two three hours to hang out with my mom and dad and get dinner I haven't seen them in a week or two. So I'm like, let me schedule that. I don't care anything else that's going on. That is my time with my family and with my mom and dad. Because I don't believe, like, I think when I look at life, it's not the length of life. It's the depth of life that matters. And when you have the the deep rooted relationships, because you can be with somebody for three hours and be with somebody for 10 hours. And the three hours is more in depth because you're there in a moment. But the 10 hours to see people on social media or people texting, but they're not in the moment. So I believe in the depth of the relationship, not just the length of the relationship.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It sounds like we need to work on a physical seven rocks planner for people so that they can track those daily. It's actually coming out. (laughs) I love to hear that. Um, Now, when you were were preparing to let your book out into the world, it was done, designed, published, ready to go. Did you have a... did you plan a launch around that, or was it more of a quiet release?
1: Uh, it was more of an organic release. I think we're kind of always releasing what we're doing constantly uh, every day to the universe, right? And right. But really, was um, posted it on social media probably about a month before, and then started June 1st was when it uh, came out.
0: Was that a reason you know some people do these very you know intensive book launches have a big build up kind of follow you know the the product launch formula was there a reason you chose to do it more organically versus the big launch process
1: yeah because I, I don't want i really don't want this to be about just like it's not about me it's not about the author yeah it's a story of what i you know shared through it but i wanted to be about those out there that are just broken hurting or just kind of need some help a little push and i think like there's some launches happening over the next few months with what we're doing like we have i think i told you the living to inspire.com. that's our inspirational music festival it's education entertainment inspiration and networking two days um and i we created that because we said there's a gap in a world where we have a great online world but our offline world stinks So I wanted to be able to create something where people can just have a great time, listen to music, get great information, meet great people, have great food. And it's also at really unique locations. So our first one in New York is um, in the Knockdown Center, which is a historic um, warehouse. And it's so cool. The vibe's amazing there, so it's not boring. And that is kind of like how the launch is happening. And and the Seven Rock Life mentality is actually taught there. So all the speakers that are on there stage are people that represent that seven rock life
0: that is that's really inspiring i can you talk more about that living to inspire um i you know i don't want to save talking about that till later Uh, as long as we're into that right now what is it like, like where can people find that how can they get involved um what was the process of of doing that event and you know did the book play any role in that
1: yeah, what's, what's interesting is, and I write this in the, in the book, I had a, a coach at the time that just kind of helping me um, at, through this time. And she literally saw me from being rock bottom to like creating the book. And like, so every time we talked, she's like, what project are you working on now? What are you building now? You know, it was really humbling. But she did something to me that changed my life. And I'll never forget this. And uh, her name was Coach Patty, an awesome, awesome person. And she said, I want you to create an identity document, Right and in a statement. And I, I recommend you doing this. Anybody that's listening to this, it's, it's awesome. And I write about this in my book. It changed my life. And it said, because your name, whatever your name is, is a combination of letters and words that somebody else gave you. That's not who you are. Who you are is that your core beliefs of just you as a person. So create an identity statement, a paragraph, two paragraphs long, one page on Word document. And just like, what are you all about? What, what is your DNA? What is your, you know, what, why are you here in this world? What are you good at? Right? So it allows you to discover yourself. It took me about a month, two months to figure this out. And then after that, I had to extract what was my identity statement. Not, nothing too long, nothing too short. So eventually we finally determined it together that I'm Steven Mazurko and I'm unleashed to inspire. That's who I am. That's what I'm about. So everything I do is, am I unleashing to inspire? Every business I do, every interaction, am I inspiring that person or taken away? So with that, we just would always say, I would have to say 10 times a day, I'm Steve Zirkle and I'm Unleashed to Inspire, I'm Living to Inspire. So that term, Living to Inspire, just came about. I went online and I bought uh, Livingtoinspire.com, the, the URL, and I said, I don't know what I'm going to do with this. This was like in, I think, April, April, May, and I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do with this, and then a couple months later. Now it's an inspiring music festival company that is literally TEDx speakers, pro athletes, music artists and we're doing 7 around the country and then eventually we're going to tour around the world.
0: That is an amazing story considering you only bought the domain in April and then didn't even know what you were going to do with it. Ah, oh, I yeah. love to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's
1: it's been humbling.
0: You mentioned earlier that you had gotten your book into places like Barnes & Noble and Target um, and some of these other stores. Now, are you talking physically? Your book is in their physical stores or on their shelves?
1: Yeah, so some of the stores uh, with Barnes & Noble, they're in the process of, of getting onto shelves uh, over the next month or two, and they're online. And then there is some stores uh, in the area uh, that are getting the book uh, as well there, too, and already have the book there.
0: So how did you go about doing that, making that happen?
1: Yeah, I think the, the biggest thing is making sure that your, your online um, presence is good and getting connecting with the right distributors that can put you into those places. So that's my, you know, my best advice. You know, Amazon's a great platform. There's different companies uh, out there that um, allow you to get access into, um, into different places and stores. Because some stores, they need to know that you're part of a certain um, uh, network or a certain uh, marketing uh, platform that allows you to be in Barnes & Noble, and that's kind of how that all happened. And then everything else is just word of mouth and people wanting your book.
0: Awesome. Now, your book, I would say, is pretty much for anybody out there, but who do you think would benefit the most from it?
1: (laughs) Um. So, yeah, good question. Uh, my brother said to me uh, a while ago, he said, uh, your book is like water. Everybody needs it. <laughs> um, yeah, that was funny. Um, so I think it's, it's, honestly, I hate to say it's, it's for everybody because I think everybody has gaps. Everybody has these areas. You know, we may be smiling in front of camera, but behind scenes we're broken in some type of way. And because every chapter is so different, it hits home to everybody. It could be for the person that's rock bottom in their bed and just kind of wondering like, you know, why am I here on this earth? And then it could be the person that's doing really well, but like there's an area of life that's off and they have to figure that out. And then it could be somebody that maybe is doing great. Life's awesome, but they need to be able to share with other people that they're helping or coaching like a platform, like something organized. And that's what, you know, with the seven rock life kind of, mentorship mindset mastermind program is is just teaching them this kind of system to organize everything
0: gotcha so you look
1: look at amazon amazon didn't like really recreate anything they just made things simpler they made things more organized same thing with facebook they didn't you know reinvent social media they just made it better exactly
0: yeah just a, a better platform what did you do but now, i mean i know you put your book on amazon you've gotten into some bookstores uh, you've promoted on social media was there anything else that you did to promote your book
1: um i think the things that you can uh, that i've done and you can do is being able to you know utilize obviously social media platforms and ads Uh, giving away books, you know, shipping, handling, you know, people pay for and just giving away and people organically hearing about it Um, and doing um, events and being able to have it on your website. I think having a personal website, when people give me a business card in today's world, I just, I look at it and I'm like, what do I do with this? Because your business card, right, is your website. It's your social media. I don't, when you give me a business card, I don't know nothing about you. I just see a nice business card or a crappy one right? But if you give me a website, you give me your social media, I see a little bit and I dive into who you are as a person. And then on that, you can have your book on there. So the people that you meet and talk about, they say, well, what do you do? I'm like, well, I'm, um, I'm a worker or I, I work here. I have an entrepreneur, but I, I wrote a book recently. And, um, you know, and then you go from there. So like your everyday interactions and then you having a correct platform that's crisp and clear that's what i teach with my you know mastermind and different programs that i've developed is like teaching people how to create a brand because your brand is anything that you do um and i think when you understand what your brand is and what your message is and it's clear people buy into it and then buy your book
0: that's a great segue for talking about personal brand would you say that personal brand is mostly about reputation then?
1: I think your personal brand is, here's the thing. It's making sure that your online image is, is just as good as your offline image. I meet people that have a great online image, but their offline image is not good. And you have to have a combination of both. And I've been there too in my life, right? Where you work so hard on that, but then you forget to work on other, the other aspects. So I think, um, yeah, your, your brand is just your business card. It's you as a person. And when people meet you, do they feel good about you? Do they walk away saying, man, like, Chris, he, he really inspired me. He made me feel good. Yeah, you could share stuff about you, but do you also want to find out more about that person, right? And I think that's why, like, with our podcast, Seven Rock Life Podcast, it's stories that inspire people that you admire. Everybody that we picked for the Living to Inspire Festival that's coming up in November, there were people that I personally connected with and that they inspired me. One of the – what's really crazy, one of the guys – his name is CEO Charlie. I wrote about him in the book. I don't know if you remember reading that part. I know you read a lot of books, but there was a part about C.O. Charlie, how he was a Grammy producer, won an award, uh, became a Nike athlete, overcame a brain tumor, biked across America. I wrote about him. Fast forward months later, I get on the phone with him, and now he's speaking at our festival.
0: Oh, that's incredible.
1: Yeah. So it's like when I introduce, him, I'm like, yeah, I, I wrote about him. He, he knew nothing about me. I heard about him on a podcast. And now he's at the festival (laughs) and I have literally so many of those like that. It just, we can be connected so, so easily. Um, And when people connect with you, do they like your brand? Do they like your story and what you're all about?
0: Have you done anything specific with the book to build your personal brand or has it just been part of your overall uh, mission?
1: I think the book, because the book was a mentality for me at first, it, it it's kind of just, it's who I am. It's like I lived that Seven Rock you know, life. And then sevenrocklife.com became the clothing website, um, which is awesome. And really, one of my main things was I wanted to create value for the world, but I also wanted to raise money. So everything that we do with all of our companies, we're a giving back brand. We're inspiring and giving back. So we actually just came back from Africa just a month ago. And we built a youth center out there with my uh, one of my church and some of the missionaries out there. So we donated money and funds and also clothes. And that's originally why we started Rock Life, to be able to give clothes around the world where you're donating, but you're donating indirectly by buying great clothes, quality stuff, that in return gives back to people around the country and around the world. And that's how the clothing started um, you know, with all that. So I think answering your question, because I just – live that seven rock life mentality. It's who I am. And then the book is the name of the book, but it's really a mentality at first before anything else. Right.
0: And then probably the, the act of writing that book also put you through this, you know, this growth phase where you were pulling some things out of yourself that you didn't realize were necessarily there finding some areas where you clearly Needed to uh, improve upon because they weren't noticeable until you started working on something new. Um, I can see oh. where that entire process kind of where everything just works together for you.
1: Totally, it your your body's amazing. Like I did something crazy two weeks ago. I did a 155 mile bike ride from New York City Penn Station to Montauk, <laughs> and I came back from Africa. And I said to my brother, I was like, "Bro, I want another challenge, man. I want something to inspire, you know, inspire me." He's like, "All right." Like, I don't know, find something. An hour later, he's like, dude, there's a ride to Montauk. I'm like, when is it? Like in a month or two? He's like, No, like in eighteen days. I'm like, What? Now I've I've never <laughs> biked I've never biked more than fifteen miles in my life and I haven't biked in like months. So I'm like, I'm gonna do it. I literally signed up in front of him and he's like, Did you just sign up? I'm like, Yeah He's like, It's in eighteen days, bro. I said, Great, I'll start training tomorrow. So I literally went on a 30 mile bike ride with my mountain bike. I didn't even have a a bike that I've ever had, like, you know, like a road bike. Um, I've seen people cycle. I'm like, oh, look at the tight stuff that they wear. Fast forward, like four days later, I ordered a bike and I got that bike 14 days before the 155 miles and ended up getting all that stuff, all that gear. And then 18 days later, I completed 155 miles and nobody wanted to do with me. They said, you're crazy why are you doing that and in 11 hours of biking and went from the new york city to the end of montauk but it was so you learn so much about your body and life and that's why i believe in the seven rocks of life because it's just you fill up your life cup and i think if i wasn't good in in every rock and now i keep growing in every area of life to this day it never stops i don't think i would have been able to do that in 18 days prepping
0: just curious how did you feel the next day
1: I couldn't walk around for, for, for a day. I <laughs> oh, felt uh, like I'm, a cowboy. Oh my! Like, I was walking like a like a duck. The funniest is when my parents <laughs> were at the end of the line. And they looked at me and they gave me a hug. I'm like, yeah, don't touch me! I'm hurting. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but the best part was you know having nice beer after I was done because you know like it felt good to get those carbs in. <laughs> I
0: I can't even imagine. Oh man. Yeah,
1: but. But if you have a hot tub and cold water, Lily, in, in two three days later, my body recovered so quick. Um, I was back to normal in like two three days from cold water and hot water shocking of your body. And and you know I've I've been working out, but yeah, it's your your body's amazing what you can do. And I you know it's funny I had so many people say don't do it. When people say don't do it, I'm like I'm gonna go do it. And I think that's that's what summer rock life's about. Is like is stop looking for approval from everything and everyone, and start seeking approval from you and your source of life. whatever that be the universe God you know um, somebody just stop we look approval from left and right. It's like the four minute mile. Oh, it can't be done then it got broken and then everybody could do it. So learn how to just break these these patterns that people or these limitations that people put upon you and um, because when you seek approval from everything and everyone it's tiring and you never accomplish your dreams.
0: Wow, this really reminds me of David Goggins and his book Can't Hurt Me. I'm assuming you've read that.
1: Oh, yeah. Because, He's, uh, him and um, yeah. Jesse Itzler are amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you're on a very similar trajectory, def- definitely. Uh, I can't even imagine 100. But I can't imagine telling somebody not to do something, to not even try, especially something like that. I could say, sure, I would recommend not driving out that cliff, but to not attempt something that's going to be a, a stretch for them. I, I can't imagine the mentality
1: sometimes it's the doubt that they put in they may not like verbally say exactly but it's the doubt like wow like you short, like you'll be okay doing that or man that's crazy like and that doubt creeps in and becomes like a weed right but it's interesting i was sharing this with one of my mastermind groups the other night and i said do you realize that not executing and not doing things is actually failure going to do something is actually not failure. So when somebody sees you execute and say, you quote unquote fail, you actually didn't, you succeeded because you went to go do it. Now realize that failure is successfully discovering what didn't work. And when you look at that way, you execute ridiculously in the world. And those that don't, it's because they're afraid of that quote unquote failure, but not doing is actually not failing. So it's a perspective.
0: Yeah, it really is all in the mind, isn't it? It's It's a total mindset. Mind games, our entire lives really are driven by what we decide we can or can't do in our own brain.
1: Yep, 100%.
0: Now, a lot of people that listen to me and follow me on Facebook and stuff, they're very interested in using their book to build their business. Is there anything that you did with your book to generate leads for, well, you do a lot of things for any parts of your business alive
1: yeah i think uh you kind of look at your book or your brand and you say okay after they read this what do they get out of it what's the next thing right what else can they shop like you look at amazon it's like amazon was like started with books right that was the main thing and then it's like uh items and groceries then like you know cars like literally everything so the question, though, is if, if you're going to give everything to the world, right, with whatever you have from your book and beyond, um, what value are you giving to people? How's the quality, right, of whatever you're building? But look at your book as a way to give free value, as a way to um, maybe share your story, as a way to inspire somebody, as a way for you to connect with the, um, with the client right? Or with the person that's reading it and to allow them to kind of get, open up your mailbox. Like that's what I said in the beginning of the book. I'm like, I'm opening up my mailbox and I'm going to be really real about my flaws and things that I learned that I had to get. And this is not about me. I'm just opening up. So I hope this relates to you as the reader. And I think that transparency is what people enjoy. Cause I've had multiple people say, I've never finished a book, but we finished your book in like seven days, 10 days, five days. Because it was just every chapter was just like like you were real. And, and that's what I wanted to be. And, I, and that's what I prayed to be every day.
0: So you really, uh, in the heart of, of generating leads or real, to me, what I call real business, the heart of it is the, the relationships that you're building with each and every person. And so it sounds like that was a lot of how you use that book was to open yourself up, be vulnerable, help people as they read it to feel like they are connecting with you and then they're much more open to um if it makes sense if it's the right thing for them to doing business with you at some level is that pretty much it
1: yep yeah and it's and whether we do business or not i just want their life to be better you know if they never buy clothing if they never go to a festival if they never listen to a podcast if they read that and it changed their life to go do something else awesome that was my that was my gift to them, and, and that's, that's what our brand's about. When I think before I got the book done, and I never changed it, on stephenazurko.com, and I noticed this the other week, when you scroll down, it says, Seven Rock Life Brand is about inspiring others, sharing ideas, and giving resources to help you become the best version you were destined to be. And that was that was written in March, I think, March or April, before the book really was all done. So we just stick to that mission statement. Are we inspiring you? Are we sharing ideas and giving you resources to become the best version you were destined to be? And if we are doing that, we're, we've won as a, as a brand, as a company, you know, and, and for the world.
0: I love that. Did you end up creating any partnerships or joint ventures as a result of your book?
1: Yeah, I would say definitely um, the credibility. The connections, the people, um, a book that's put together right and has good content can is your is like another business card in a way, but you can't write it like whatever season in your life. Somebody asked me a while ago, I was in Trinidad, and they said, "What's your favorite book?" I said, "It depends on the season of life I'm in." Now, for me, and this is just me, you know, the the I've I learned a lot of my wisdom from the Bible. That's where I've learned a lot of my, you know, things in life. Um, and there's so many stories in it. And it's not just the Bible, it's the stories that you learn from, right? It's the trials and tribulations uh, when it's expressed properly. But then whatever season in life you're in, I've, this is my third time trying to write a book. My other two times, I just, I just couldn't finish it. You know when you're ready to go. And then when you're ready to go, it just flows out. And that's why it was in 59 days. But yeah, the connections, the credibility, because, you know, it takes thousands of hours, hundreds of hours to create, depending on what you do. I mean, I spent, I don't know, thousand plus, 2,000 hours on writing that, designing it. The, the first cover, my brother said the other day, he's like, when you go on, like, you know, travel and tours and talk shows, he's like, he, you got to show the first cover, because cover. you would laugh. Actually, I don't know if I ever showed you the cover, Chris, did I?
0: I don't think so. You're going to have to send it to me.
1: I'll send it to you. You'd be like, it looks like a science project. It's terrible.
0: Awesome. Well, (laughs) when I uh, put up the show notes and I have a link to your book, we'll include that one as well so people can see it.
1: But but Uh, here's the point of that is the execution is the most important part. Your first cover, your first thing that you do may not be perfect, but keep on refining it. It's like your life. Keep refining your life every day. You make mistakes. It's okay. Maybe people won't forgive you, but the universe and God will forgive you. And you keep on just perfecting your craft of whatever you're doing. But, um, but yeah, there's been so many great partnerships and so many doors opening uh, with, you know, with writing it. But you got to write it when you feel it's the right time and you have substance to give.
0: Yeah, the book has to, to have meaning. Has to, it has to make a difference. I, I definitely agree with you on that. Speaking of writing, do you have plans to write another book? like real, let's say more specific plans other than definitely someday?
1: Yeah, I definitely will. Um, I believe this book right now has so much content and we want to, you know, we want to sell millions of copies and we know we will because we know what it's done for so many already. I was just actually talking to somebody at the gym. They're like, your book changed my life. And I'm like, man, like that's humbling. And thank you. And and that was the goal. So like that motivates me to just keep going out there and, and sharing it. But I do have a couple projects um, in the works. And yeah, probably in the next, I would say, two years, um, a year, two years, there'll be another one that comes out um, with something else that I can't get into right now, but something else I'm kind of discovering. And it came from coming to Af- going to Africa. So going there really gave me some major downloads. And that's another project that I'm working on. Nice.
0: It's, it, it's pretty crazy to think about you know, where you're at right now how much you've accomplished. You got the book, you got the, all these other things. And yet you're really just at the very beginning of your life's work there. You don't even know all the, the, the lessons and all the paths that you're going to be put on. What is going to come along to stretch you even more to make this look like nothing. And yet it felt like there was a lot of work to get to this point. Um, It's, well, to, to use your term earlier, it's humbling. It's humbling to think how you're changing other lives, but it's also humbling to think how you're changing your own life just by not failing, meaning you keep trying, you keep pushing forward, and you keep you know, stretching who you are as a person.
1: Uh, 100%. And it's interesting. I'm doing this accountability program with a friend of mine where every day we, we write what we learned and what we're discovering whether it's in reading or the Bible or something. And something that really hit home to me, which I'll share with everybody listening to this is, if life has no meaning, leadership has no mission. And I thought that was so powerful, that statement. If life has no meaning, leadership has no mission. And I think we're all searching for that meaning of why we're here, whether it's being a mom or dad or just a good person for society. And we operate as tribes. So when I was in Africa, what I noticed is that like the best communities and countries work together. They don't complete, uh, compete, they complete. And that's called tribe living. And it's actually on some of our clothing is, you know, tribe living. And it's, a, it's being able to operate together. Like I think about writing this book. I needed you to help me out to design this and, and, and Dana connected me with you. That's tribe, right? And I'm very grateful for that. Actually, Dana's speaking at our Living to Inspire Festival. So I'm, I'm forever, you know, grateful for those connections, right? But as a tribe member, you want your other tribe members to grow and, and excel. And nobody says, well, I'm better at this and that. No, we work together to create a better future. And I think that's important for organizations and communities. And that's what I teach when I, I've been getting asked to speak for organizations and um, you know, different um, businesses and, and learning how to create that culture.
0: That's so true. The, the more you help other people grow and become better, the more tribe the whole becomes better which lifts you up as well it's it's such a powerful effect exactly now if you could this is a fun question for me if you could co-author a book with anyone dead or alive who would it be and why
1: (laughs) it's a great question (laughs) um well i'll do well they're both on earth uh for me, I would love to, I probably wouldn't write anything, but I would like, I would like and this is for my, my faith and spiritual, I would love to co-author with Jesus. Um, I just, his leadership and just what he did, uh, you know, in the world is unbelievable. When you really study the story, um, he was the biggest influencer. And whether you believe he's a son of God or not, this is not, you know, a spiritual religion thing, but he, he spread love, forgiveness, and servanthood. Right? So when you look at any great leader in the world, the loving, the servanthood, and the, and, um, the forgiveness, that is such important qualities to living a fulfilled life. Right? So I probably wouldn't even write anything. I'd just let him write and I would just watch. But if it was uh, <laughs> somebody um, you know, here that I would like to do, it's probably, I would say The Rock. I really, I really respect The Rock. And he said something that was really cool. He said, it's nice to be important, but it's more important to be nice. And mm-hmm. and what's interesting is he created a company called Seven Bucks Production. And I know one day I'll get a chance to meet him, and he'll hear the story. And seven is his number because he had seven dollars in his pocket, and that's how broke he was. And then he literally took that seven dollars and look what he created in today's world. And he's tremendous. He's he's a great example of a Seven Rock life, living to inspire, right? And he's jacked. So I would love to co-author with him and get a workout in as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, there are a lot of superstars, and he is one of them that has always impressed me by his, you know, his humility and authenticity comes through. Uh, you know, as, as you get, well, for me especially, as I get older and I get to know people better, you get to just kind of tell almost immediately from interacting or seeing somebody, uh, you know, kind of what kind of person they are, what depth of character they have um and he's one of those people and you're one of those people as soon as we started talking i'm like this is going to be an exciting project to work on because it's more than just a book uh, so i was yeah. i was very grateful for that opportunity
1: i appreciate that well let me ask you the question who who inspires you and who would you co-author with somebody
0: oh you can't throw that at me i have no time to prep let me think who inspires <laughs> me um well like you i'm a believer and, uh, you know, the words of Jesus, especially in the words of Paul in the, the New Testament, um, is especially inspiring to me. Plenty of the Old Testament as well. But um, other people, man, there's just a, there's a breadth of people. There are a lot. Um, I, I'm not sure I can even pick anybody in particular right now because there are so many. There's so many, uh,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. If, if, if yeah, were two people that, that have inspired you, though, I'm just curious uh well it, it, and again it depends on
0: on what area of my life because you know i have seven different areas of my life
1: <laughs> let's so, say your your career your career and maybe um i don't know yeah your career say
0: yeah so so business wise i'd say a lot of my inspiration came from uh people that taught me how to become better at business um because I started this whole business as a freelancer, but it was when I got excited about building a business that things began to actually grow. And I began to, I began to grow in self-development. So, you know, I'd say some of the big self-development people have been an influence. People like Jim Rohn, uh, Mm -hmm. Tony Robbins, um, you know, people along those lines and then people that are more specifically business. um, Michael, Oh, now I'm drawing a blank. But the uh, the, the E-Myth Revisited, Michael Gerber. So yep. that was one of the books that really inspired me and got me moving on the path that I'm in now. And then along the way, more and more people you know, that I picked up and, and mentors, I would call them, along the way. And then as far That's as awesome. writing a, a book with someone, um, yeah, something – I don't have anybody picked out, but it would be somebody very inspiring. Not necessarily somebody well known and famous, but somebody who has here's who I would love to co-author with. Somebody who would normally not write a book or how to know how to go about it, or even have the wherewithal to do it, but has lived an inspiring life and has Something amazing to share with people that is going to help change their lives. Mm. That that's the person I would love to co-author with.
1: That's great. Yeah, you know what's great about you? When I first met you and I found out that you love personal growth, I was like, all right. Like I'm, I don't know if people can relate to this or you can relate to it, but I felt like I was like letting you into my home because I was like, all right, I'm giving my home like you were the third person, second person I think actually, a third person to read a book and like, you know, editing all that. So I'm like, I'm allowing you into like my life, right? And, but knowing just your heart and your spirit and who you are as a person and just, you know, kind of a little bit of your story, I was like, I felt comfortable with you. So that was just a little accolade for you. So I, I appreciate you. And you did such an amazing job designing and doing all, your whole team. So, um, you know, so I'm thankful, you know, for you and those doors opening and you have that great vibe about you. Wow.
0: Thank you. That That is humbling. That's definitely humbling to me. Do you, or not? Do you? What do you want to be remembered for in life? <laughs> That's
1: a good question. That's a great question. I think I don't want to be. I don't want to be remembered. I want the mentality and what we created to be remembered, because I think sometimes we live in a very narcissistic world where, we're like, I want to be remembered. No, I want. I want how I live to be remembered. And that's why it's not, it's not, how can I explain this? One of the guys um, that's speaking, Tank Sinatra, he said something on the videos that we were creating for the advertising and the brand and the promo videos. And he said, I'm not being inspiring. I'm, I'm living to inspire. You live to inspire. So I don't want to be remembered. I want, I want the SEMAROC Life brand. I want the mentality. I want the love. I want the, the, the way I live to be remembered, not just me as a person. Does that make sense? And uh, I think yes. that is how we have to like, live our life because we're, we're sometimes like, what, well, my name? like. You look at Steve Jobs, we still talk about him. We don't, we don't remember Steve Jobs. We, we remember what he created for the world. And I think, and I'm going to get a little into this, I think when we discover our medicine to the world, we all have different medicines, right? Jeff Bezos created Amazon. Now, when you think about Amazon, Amazon's amazing. It was a time saver, connects people, give people businesses. Yeah, granted, it may take away businesses, but it also adds businesses. So like it's a catch-22. But I look at like Amazon as a time saver where you can literally buy something or, or a book and maybe you're depressed and you're like, I need a book and you get it tomorrow. Like that could save a life. But nobody ever thinks deeper than that. It's like, wow, like that efficiency or that, that you know, that thing that it can do. So answering your question I think you don't want to be remembered. You want to be the way you live to be remembered. And I think that's more powerful. And that'll carry on for legacy and generations to come.
0: And that, my brother, is exactly why you have the character that you have. I love that answer. Thank you.
1: I appreciate
0: it. Yeah. This, this, This last question where we're wrapping things up and talking about what you do and where people can find you. This might take a little bit. You've got a lot of things going on, but I would still love to hear more, like everything that you want to share, that you're involved in, what are you working on, where can people find you, uh, anything along those lines.
1: Yeah, no, that's great. Um, so the first thing is, um, I'm on social media, Stephen Mazurko uh, is my um, my Instagram, so Stephen underscore Mazzurko. He'll, I guess you'll attach that uh with everything and then also if you just google seven rock life on google you'll see kind of everything come up you'll see the clothing brand you'll see the podcast you'll see the, the mentorship and mastermind uh program that we have uh you'll see the we also do our charity or giving back so we're going to be going on a few more trips uh this these next six months 12 months then if you it's starting to come up on Sun Rock Life, but if you type in livingtoinspire.com, that's our inspirational music festival companies, which are so cool. It literally it's any type of event or conference that you've ever been to or or concert, all in like two days. And the people we pick are strategically picked for a reason. And literally you will learn, have fun, network, uh, meet your next wife or husband there or whatever, right? You'll you'll have a great time, but that is something I'm really – because that connects all the dots where we have this like book community, uh, podcast community, clothing community, but then like, this connects where we want to be in-person community. And we'll be touring around the country. So if you're listening to this, we'll, we'll be coming to your city over the next 12 months, New York being the first one in November 8th and 9th. So, so yeah, so Google Semrock Life. Go to StephenMazurko.com. Go to Instagram. You can follow me there. I'm very active there. And uh, I hope to get a chance to meet you and just help you discover um, your medicine to the world and, uh, and live that Seven rock life of giving back and inspiring.
0: That's excellent. Thank you so much, Stephen. I really appreciate you being on the podcast.
1: No, thank you for asking and I appreciate everything you do and shout out to Chris. He is so good at what he does um, and his team. So we, we are grateful for you and grateful for what you guys put together to give to the world and to help the world become a better place because you don't realize, I'll finish with this actually, I was at a, um, I was at a company that does like kind of um, programs around the world for mentorship and I was in their, like their office and some of their design team. And they were designing, and they're in the office, and this was in California. And I think this is a great story to share. And I said, you know, I just want to thank you guys because you don't realize that the design that you guys make for this website, the way you set up the website, the way people can watch videos, could be is the way that people are learning information that could save their life, help them make more money, help them inspire more. So you don't realize that the tech that you do in this office goes out into the world and allows people to have a platform that we can share and use to become better People for the world. So everybody on in this tribe of the world has its role. So never think that you're not important because you are.
0: That's awesome. That folks wraps Too up this episode. Thanks for coming along for the ride Without a glimpse of the light. Running tired and broken and scared, but I swear I'll never give up a fight. See you broken and beat. Head pulled down over your eyes. Every part of you wants to surrender, darling. You were meant to survive.